0: Oh my God, it was with Vanilla DeVille. We would do it from her house. That sounds awful. And (laughs) and she would just come out with these things and make me blush, lose my train of thought.
1: Welcome to Porn & Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast. Bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Kopita and Thomas Helen.
2: Hey everybody and welcome to Porn & Coffee. My name is Thomas and with me as always from the place where nothing grows accepts the crime rate, Texas, Jay, from whynot.com. How are you?
1: That was a glowing review of my state. You know what? I'd say the only thing that really grows is in my pants, but that's not really going on either. At least not now. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'm good. You know, things are good. They could be better. They could be a hell of a lot worse. So uh, I yeah. will not complain.
2: So we're going to talk to one of the big cam platforms at a moment. We're going to talk with uh, Shirley from Shatterbait.
1: Yeah, Shirley. She's been around, God, I don't know, 10, 12 years, maybe more. Um, I've known her since the earliest days. Definitely a mover and shaker out there. And um, yeah, I'm really thrilled that she can give some time to us because I know she's usually very busy. And uh, I think we'll uh, we'll cover a lot of different areas of the cam industry as well as her life. What she's done, what she's doing, stuff that uh, a lot of people might not know about.
2: She's been in this business for almost 15 plus years, and that is really important. I mean, she's done a lot. Been in different companies and so on before she led up to this fantastic idea that she's working with now, Chatterbait. And we're going to also talk about, uh, yeah, the stories, what's new, the future of Cam, and so on. But before that, we need to talk uh, talk about our... uh, (laughs) We need to talk to... (laughs) We need to mention our pub- publishers. We're not talking about publishers. We're mentioning sponsors. So, Jay, can you sell it? You yeah, it. <laughs> we need to hear who is supporting
1: Porn and Coffee. And our sponsors sound a little bit like this. Thank you. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings... Fofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Wisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, K-Top CPM, PPS, Redshare, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to AdultForts.com today and check it out. Porn Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19-22, to 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. Okay, everybody, we are back. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us on this edition of Porn and Coffee. And uh, we are thrilled, as always, to have Shirley, the Chief Operating Officer, COO of Shatterbait, uh, someone I've had the pleasure of knowing for a very long time. And I've uh, actually had the pleasure of seeing her go through a few iterations, as it were. And now she's, you know, heading up one of the most popular webcam platforms in the world. I think we're gonna I think we've got some good stuff ahead of us today. So Shirley, thank you so much for joining Thomas and myself
2: today. It's great to have you.
0: Oh, thank you so much for having me. Um really excited for today's interview.
2: So uh yeah, you've been in the industry for like fifteen plus years. Take us back to like where it all happened when you entered all the entertainment industry. Uh,
0: you know, I was living in LA and um, you know, I needed a job. I think I must have been like 18 or 19. And that's like one of the funny things. Like I've maybe had a couple of other jobs outside of the adult industry, but primarily everything has been an adult. And hmm. uh, so I was selling content and then selling content led to celebrity sites. Celebrity sites led to solo girl sites and then from solo girl sites to cams. Um, wow. But I do see a lot of similarities in um, solo girl sites and cams, like the whole idea of having the consumer enthralled with one person really translates into camps. And I think that helped me, helped in the transition.
2: You work like a, an affiliate manager of some sort, right? Or,
0: uh, Yeah. So what I would do is I would work, uh, you know, I would work with affiliates and they'd say, hey, you know what, I've, you know, my conversions are doing really, really good with thigh high content. You know, the next yeah. time that the girls are going to be shooting, can you... Uh, you know, get me some thigh high stuff. And I'd be like, absolutely. So then I'd work with the girls on, um, getting the content and just kind of being the middle person. And, yeah. uh, so I was doing that for a really long time.
1: Yeah. You know, I remember it quite clearly. And it was like a whole <laughs> generation of people that, uh, were doing like similar to what you were doing and, you know, and also started at a very early age, you know, between like 18 to 22, they got into the industry and this was one of their, you know, one of their first real jobs. And, uh, you know, a lot of those people are gone or they bounced around to a lot of different places. Uh, but, I mean, you showed a lot of tenacity, uh, you know, to... to I, in fact, I'm not sure when, uh, when it happened, but I just remember one day going, like, all of a sudden, wow, look at Shirley. She's like, you know, this, like, huge, really important person in the industry now. And I was super impressed by it, uh, you know, after thinking back to the old days when, you know, the industry was a much different place. And, you know, that's that's not easy to do. So can you tell us about how you came to be uh, essentially where you are now?
0: You know what I think? It's really special. It's to, you know, when I started with Chatterbait, you know, Chatterbait wasn't really even online. It was still kind of like a business model. And it's something very special to jump into something and start from the beginning. It's very And, and I think... With all the other jobs that I had, um, you know, they were already established. So with Chatterbait, it was different. Uh, So it was very cool to work on, you know, brainstorming ideas and seeing them uh, come to life and then having it work. So the whole process from start to finish has been really rewarding, has definitely, and more rewarding than seeing it work out. It's been rewarding to see our broadcasters make money. I think. You know, the fact that they're able to live a more comfortable life, um, and I see that, it, it's it's great. You know, they're spending more time with their families. They're, you know, have more time to study. Uh, and it's just great to see the impact, the positive impact that we're doing.
2: Let's go into that. Like, for the few people in the world that do not know what Chatterbite is, like, mm-hmm. what is your concept uh, and compare it to the other ones?
0: Uh, there's a there's a huge difference. Uh, for Chatterbait, you know, so first Chatterbait is a live cam site. Uh, we have broadcasters from all over the world. We have men, women, uh, couples, transgender um, and they turn on their webcam and they talk to people online. And mm. what makes Chatterbait very special, it's we really don't have a cam score and I think because we don't, there isn't that competition between one another, and there really is a sense of community. Uh, recently, we were exhibiting at uh, AVN, and we had 180 people from our site show up. 180.
2: Nice. And, That's crazy.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we did group dinners, and, uh, and it was great to – sit in and listen to our community, you know, help each other, uh, talking about, uh, new ways to, you know, make money, you know, they're saying, oh, go on Reddit, or, uh, I found if you use this hashtag, this works really well. There's this new toy that's coming up, I'm making a lot of money. And it's awesome to see them network and share money-making tips. Uh, and it was just, uh, so, and I think, and I really haven't seen that with any other platforms.
2: And, and also just like, uh, would you say that the, the, the users, no, not the users, but the models on your site or your platform, they are more like um, independent models than studios or how is that ratio going on?
0: Yeah, no, that's absolutely accurate. Um, the majority of our broadcasters are independent, which is great. They're American, Canadian and We see a lot of college students and, you know, studios are great. I I think a lot of times the studios and the reason why they're in like the majority uh, third world war countries is because, Mm -hmm. you know, being American, you know, we it's a privilege to grow up with computers and Internet. You know, if you have to fill out a form online, it's like second nature to us. Uh, Someone who maybe grew up in the countryside of Romania or grew up in Columbia, maybe didn't have that luxury. And, you know, studios are a necessity, but for us, our target is uh, the independent broadcaster. You
1: know, it's funny, (laughs) I'm I'm trying to think back, you know, like switching gears here really quick. You did a podcast right after we did the Why Not Hump Day Lunch. I think the old timers will really appreciate this. What was your podcast? Do you remember?
0: Oh my God, it was with Vanilla DeVille. And she was always telling me the most crudest things. And we would do it from her house that sounds awful and <laughs> and she would just come out with these things and make me blush lose my train of thought oh my god I can't remember the title of the show
1: it was something um, something with Punker Barbie I believe uh, vanilla Deville and I can't remember the name of it.
0: We neither. Um, and the best part was, is like, we would actually hang out outside the show. Like, we were really good friends. And yeah. so anything embarrassing that would happen over the weekend or, you know, something in personal life, she would like bring it up on the show. And I'd be like, no, stop. Please Stop.
2: <laughs> Remember this weekend when you made out with this guy? Like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We're not yeah. talking with that.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh, and it was great. It, it, you know, I have really fond memories of that.
2: I love marketing. So I want to see what kind of marketing secrets uh, you guys in Shadowbait are using for that is like part of your success.
0: You know, we were the first campsite to allow the broadcaster to also be an affiliate. We were 100% the first one and others followed. Our lead. And you have to kind of think about it because with social media, there's so much power in social media. And a lot of the broadcasters are on different platforms, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know, they've got uh, Tumblr accounts, Reddit, and they accumulate all these fans. And so when we were launching, it made sense to allow the broadcaster to also be the affiliate. So in addition to them earning money on cam, they were also earning affiliate revenue. And it really worked out well for us. I think that was when we launched. Definitely one of the best moves that we had done.
2: Awesome.
1: Awesome. Say, hey, I mean, aside from that, you guys uh, do a really good job of basically blanketing the industry. You keep your name and your brand out there very strong. In a world nowadays where everyone's trying to outdo everyone else, you guys are definitely staying ahead of the fray. Oh, by the way, I think your show is called Porn Philosophers or something along that line. <laughs> Oh, awesome <laughs> yeah, <that'd make> <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: on the philosophy oh, wow. part we did have a lot of um big names in the industry we would interview them you know like the Ron Cadwell's Chris Malick's the just name it we had them on the show
2: so are we delivering up to to your show here at Porn and Coffee are we <laughs> almost there are we are we getting it I mean we have big names that surely <laughs> <laughs> yeah now uh charlie tell us uh, tell us about the future i mean it's it's really hard when uh, when everybody is uh, is working on their platforms and um to hold the secret you know of what is the next thing to come on your platform but uh finally now we can talk about something can we
0: <laughs> yeah everyone keeps saying oh vr vr is the next step but i think we're missing something in between uh Ooh. Right now, you know, especially millennials, they're very into instant gratification. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why Oh My Bods, Love Sense Cures, all these different toys are, um, you know, doing extremely well. You know, the idea of I tip and I and I see my immediate effects of what I did. With that in mind, we're getting ready to launch technology that will allow the user to tip and then temporarily be able to control the webcam.
2: Hey, that's yeah. awesome. That so, is good.
0: Yeah, So that's, and I think that just falls in line with all these interactive toys. VR is going to be in the future, but I don't know how soon. Uh, and I think my personal opinion, it's the gaming industry is going to be the one who's going to be leading that, you know, and the moment, you know, it's, I know I have a gaming console at home, but do I have like a VR set at home? No, I don't. And I think the gaming industry is going to normalize it. So the moment that they do and having a VR headset is standard in a household, then we're going to venture into that. But right now we're focusing more on, um, you know, interactiveness.
1: You know, and what's so funny is in a couple of years from now, when all this has completely panned out and it's, you know, moving forward and doing what it is, we'll look back on it and go... Yeah, I mean, how obvious was it? You know, the writing was on the wall. I mean, it's so easy to say that with hindsight being twenty twenty and everything. But you know, <laughs> like during the actual process and everything, it's like, yeah. I mean, I I'm not one who can really see into the future. I'm more of a, a doer and less of a thinker, I guess.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, I think paying attention to mainstream trends is really important. You know, there's especially with millennials, they basically developed the whole concept of share economy. Uh, You have to look at things like, you know, Airbnb, Uber, you know, that was kind of built by millennials. And Chatterbait falls right in line with that, with microtransactions, where the entire chat room is contributing to the broadcaster or, or tipping. You know, there's a lot that could be learned just from paying attention. And that's one of the things where I'm consistently looking at what's the latest and the greatest. And, you know, and a prime example of that, you know, one of the reasons why CAMS is being so successful it's look at Facebook Live, look at Periscope, look at Snapchat, look at all mm. these things where it used to be MySpace, Facebook, but now we're venturing into live and, and cams falls right in line with a mainstream trend.
2: The thing, the thing with Facebook Live and everything, I mean, that must have come from somewhere, and I mean, the the cam industry has been out for many many years before that thing became mainstream.
0: Uh, yeah, but it was uh, when the majority of all cam sites. I don't think they were as predominant as they are today. You know, a lot back then it was a lot of prepackaged content and, you know, where you had like the Jenna Jamesons, you had like all these big names, but now you Mm. have like these cam girls that are superstars. I mean, some of these girls have over a half a million followers on social media. You know, that's insane. I know on Chatterbait, there's a few girls that have half a million followers on following them on Chatterbait. So that means every single time they log online and they choose to send an email to their fan base, letting them know that they're online, 500,000 emails are being sent. It's
1: insane. Oh my God. I mean, you know, that's funny because it kind of brings me to the idea that, I mean, we've seen the video industry of the porn industry really kind of go downhill since the internet came around. (laughs) And then especially since, uh, well, tube sites heard it at first, but then when the studio started doing business directly with the tube sites, it helped the video industry again. But now I mean, it's not like anybody can be a cam girl. You know, there's going to always be some sort of a market or a niche for whatever look or whatever it is you have to offer. But the barrier of entry is a lot easier. And if you stay with it and you work hard, you can be just as popular and more financially secure than a lot of girls who are in porn.
0: Yeah, that's extremely (laughs) very accurate. And in addition, that you're working from home, you're in charge of what you do on cam, basically allowing broadcasters to be entrepreneurial and very creative because no one's going to watch the same TV show over and over and over. Every single time they jump on cam, they have to be creative and come up with new concepts. So it's it's great to see it flourish and really have you know broadcasters be really independent, opposed to you have the porn star show up on set, you have the director, uh, you know, everyone else is counting on the porn star in order to perform because they're all dependent on her. And so I, I really like the idea of, of the whole concept of, um, of broadcasters being in charge. Everything about it, I love. And especially as a woman, too, I'm a little bit more sensitive. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. Sure,
2: But it, but it's not as easy, I mean, like just register an account and go crazy. If I want to do this tomorrow and register Tony Pony as <laughs> my screen name and uh, you start doing this, I mean, it, it would still be a struggle, right? I mean, you need to work hard to, to make this work and, and figure out what is working and what is not working, right?
0: Absolutely. You have to get the right equipment, webcam, lighting equipment. Uh, You have to figure out what time of day broadcasting works best for you. There's so many things that go into it, but you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and it's kind of Comes into the same concept of you're not going to have a fan base immediately. It takes a little bit of time to get that fan base, but just like anything, it requires a little bit of work.
2: How much? Uh, how much help and support are kind of the community giving behind the scenes uh, in shadowbait
0: A lot. You know, it's not uncommon for me to look at Twitter and see people going back and forth, talking about, uh, oh, hey, is this is something? Is it me or is 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 this toy acting up? What's going on? And then to see a full conversation of people helping each other other. Um, Or, you know, they're saying, oh, you know, maybe Adobe just had an update, update it, and, you know, it will be fixed. And it's great to see the community help each other and us focus on making money, making features uh, and not having to train. Like the community helps each other when it comes to the training process, which is
1: great. It's important to have a lot of support in that community because even just something stupid, like having like a troll get on your case or maybe your internet connection is not working. I mean, there's just so many different little factors that can kill the whole experience. And unfortunately, you know, a lot of cam girls, they don't reach a certain success level. A lot of them leave after what, like three or six months or something like that?
0: Yeah, I don't even think it's, maybe they're not successful. I think a lot, there's multiple reasons. Maybe sometimes, you know, they have a boyfriend and maybe the boyfriend is not cool with it. So they leave and then they come back. Or maybe they leave and then they decide, I need to buy a new car. Uh, (laughs) How do I get that down payment immediately? (laughs) And then they come back. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's not uncommon for broadcasters to leave and come back. Um, But the majority that treat this like a job and as a career, they're on every single day at the same time.
1: And have a really good attitude as well, unless it's part of their act where, you know, they're supposed to be... uh mean to their members if they like that kind of thing. One thing that's really consistent is having a great attitude and just kind of rolling with it because it shows in your performance as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, having a great attitude in anything <laughs> helps uh you know always putting your best foot forward smiling even when you don't want to smile uh you know what you project is what you're gonna receive
2: but Charlie, can you tell us about uh, any of your other products outside of the adults that uh, you are working on
0: well i also own a med spa uh here in san diego we specialize in uh, botox and fillers everyone i get a lot they're like how old are you and uh, once i tell them my age they're like no way and i'm like yeah botox is your friend We uh, I work on that, and uh, that's going really well. We have two doctors, a couple of estheticians, a front office girl, um, and a nurse practitioner. That's great. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was one of the hardest things when we were... I think Chatterbait must have been a year and a half, maybe a year old, when I decided I wanted to do this. And there was days where I probably worked 13, 14-hour days where I was at the Botox office, working on chatterbait stuff, going back and forth, and it just never seemed to end. As a matter of fact, I feel like it hasn't even ended. I mean, it's great to have the side business, but it's definitely a lot of work. Um, I was telling my husband that I haven't really had it full day off since last year. So the new year came on a Saturday, was New Year's Eve, and then we were all back at the office uh, the second. Well, I worked you know, starting that Monday, the entire week, then Chatterbait had me out of the office in LA starting the 6th. So I was in LA, worked the entire weekend for Chatterbait, then Expos started and then <laughs> did all of that. Then directly from Expos flew to Vegas, then did internet and AVN, got home on a Sunday, worked Monday, got home, uh, worked that entire week, And this past weekend, I was at the med spa Saturday and Sunday, so I haven't had a day off the entire month of January, which is insane.
2: And people think that all these shows are like vacations and stuff, but nope, definitely not.
0: (laughs) Yeah, not in the slightest. So I'm actually going on a real vacation on Saturday, which I'm really excited about. Good for you. We're going to go to Japan. Pretty excited.
2: Oh, wow. That's, that's (laughs) That's a long trip. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that is. Do you have a direct? Are you flying directly from LAX?
0: San Diego has a direct flight. Really? Yeah. So we're going to go from San Diego to Tokyo and then spend the night in Tokyo and then catch a flight to Sapporo. And Sapporo is doing this winter fest, which is awesome. They they do it once a year and different countries. I want to say like six to eight countries compete on who makes the best ice sculpture. And you can go inside the ice sculptures and have drinks and This just this amazing thing. And I guess it attracts over 2 million visitors come to Sapporo. It's one of their like largest events. So we're going to do that in Sapporo for about three nights and then spend the rest of the trip in Tokyo.
1: Good for you. That sounds like a blast.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would go to somewhere warmer, but uh, hey, let's go to some cold place and see ice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The weather in San Diego is great, like literally 95% of the year so. It's a nice yeah, change. I when I lived in LA, it was like, you know what, people be like, "Well, the weather's not going to be good here." And it's like, you know what? I get good weather all the time. So, I'm
2: fine with seeing yeah. snow.
1: That's why I want to come to Norway sometime in the dead of winter and experience 22
2: hours of darkness. Yeah. Oh, that's a blast. You can see a lot of <laughs> things. <laughs> Uh Jay, I think it's time for the last questions of the day, one of your favorite ones.
1: Yeah, I think we're down to the last question and usually this is where I ask the uh, the guest an embarrassing question, but you know not to disturb the flow of this interview. I'm just simply gonna <laughs> throw this your way, Shirley. Now nah, you know what I gotta ask it. Uh, two-part <laughs> question. One, did you have any industry crushes that you had back in the day? And two, who would you like to give shout outs to during this podcast that you might consider instrumental in helping you on your rise?
0: <laughs> uh, did I have any industry crushes? Yes. Yeah. I dated them even. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then quickly learned, don't date in the industry.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then we stopped that habit. Um <laughs> And let's see, I think there's a, a few that helps me along the way. I think one of the most uh, people that really stand out, and she's super old school. Her name is Rocky. She used to be the affiliate manager for Traffic Cash Gold, which back in the day was a, a huge program, probably one of the largest. Uh, wouldn't you have to agree, Jay?
1: Oh, yeah. I remember those guys.
0: So their affiliate manager, Rocky, um, she was one of my really, really good friends. And I just yeah, don't good. see her enough. And she kind of was awesome. Uh, you know, she not only took the time to show me a lot of things, she also introduced me to a lot of top-notch affiliates, uh, mm-hmm. which the relationships ended up being very lucrative for me. Oh, and good always admired her for that introduction. Granted, she was on her way of adult, so she was like, hey, have these affiliates. And I was like, thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love Rocky. No, that's great. Yeah,
0: she's great. And then, you know, she owns multiple houses, was just really on top of her game. And I really, really had to... And I still admire a lot about her. She still owns a bunch of houses. And she's just one independent woman who really worked hard. And I really have to s- say thank you. You know, I really did look up to her. I still look up to her, you know, particularly when I was younger and especially for those introductions. Um, as she's, I have nothing but positive things to say about her. So I, and I would have to say she was really instrumental in kind of shaping the person who I am today in the industry. And that's also one of the reasons why I'm always more willing to listen to new women or just women in general who are in the industry more than, than men. I'm always willing to help out other women, 110%. If I could do an introduction or help them close a deal, I'm will a hundred percent be there. No questions asked.
2: That's a good
1: thing to add to that point. You know, I, uh, I agree with you 100%. I mean, the thing that's really kind of unfair in the business side of the adult entertainment industry is that, you know, it is in a lot of ways still a boys club. I mean, there are a lot of women in power, but unfortunately, a lot of women are kind of in an unfair playing uh, field. You know, the, the advantage does tend to go towards the guys in the workforce kind of in general, so... The fact that you have, you know, a nice network and that, uh, you know, these people were also instrumental in helping you out, you know, it's great to hear.
0: Oh, 100%. And then if you're pretty, oh, not only are you hated on by other women, which kind of really sucks, then all the (laughs) men are like, oh, you know, let's not talk business. Let's just go have a drink. You know, it just can get so slow.
1: Or they treat you like you're a model, like your content, and you're just like, "Uh, no, you know, I (laughs) – I know how to, you know, run a website and program and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was much more prevalent. I think back in the day, you'd go to a party and guys would grind on you or treat you like shit because they thought that you uh, had no value, you know? Oh
0: yeah. yeah. I-, I definitely see the change though, uh, which Good. is great.
2: Now it's become uh, way more professional. I will think the at least the last five years, I think
0: it's harder to make money in this industry now, uh, you know, back then it was so yeah. easy and I, and I, I think people were attracted to the easy money, uh, easy woman, and when all that left, it kind of filtered out the industry and it just kind of left people who were you know, willing to work hard and, and come up with new ideas. Uh, so it's kind of refreshing.
1: Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Beltforce is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, MoFos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Wisties, Babes, Wiccan, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Promo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, K-TOP, CPM, PPS, RedShare, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check it out. Morning & Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19-22, 2017 in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your
2: path to success. We hope to see you there. So, after your vacation, you will be back again for more traveling. And I guess uh, the next time uh, people will see you will be in Barcelona, Sitges.
0: That is accurate. I will be yeah. there.
2: Awesome. You are nominated for a bunch of awards too, aren't you?
0: Yes, we are. Um, I, don't, I have the list somewhere, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? It's all pretty fresh. Still,
0: uh, yeah, I think. I think we're like nominated for like freemium side of the year, innovative side of the year. I'm nominated for businesswoman of the year.
1: Ooh, and
0: yeah. our broadcasters are also nominated for like, I want to say 10, 10 different awards.
1: So well, good for you. Yeah. Chances yeah. are Chad Rebate will come home with something. I mean, you guys do every uh every award show it seems and i mean and rightly so you're out there doing things making things happen and uh you know we're definitely a force to reckon with and uh, i'm actually gonna i'm trying to think thomas is it you or is it brad that's uh, hosting the Live Cam Awards with Alexandra this year? I hope it's Brad. Okay, so then it is Brad. It's not <laughs> yeah, you.
2: Because it's not to me. No,
1: I didn't know. Did. Yeah. I had a good time hosting it last year, but it's going to be nice to just sit there and actually eat dinner and not have to be on all the time. It's you did great,
2: right, by the way.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. It's all a blur. When I'm on stage and I'm in the, in the mode, I don't really notice or remember anything. It's like a 90-minute blur.
0: <laughs> if you have the lights and it's silent and everyone's looking at you. It's so weird.
2: <laughs> I, love it. I absolutely weird. love it it's like a drug yeah so. <laughs> thank you shirley for taking the time to be part of this episode of porn and coffee hope to get you back later on
1: thank you so
0: much for having me
2: and next uh, episode will come out uh, next week as i usually do in the meantime remember to work hard be good to people And try not to get lost or killed. Ciao.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week.